Thank you for calling. If you're feeling suicidal and calling from a touch-tone phone, press 1. Holiday phosphorescence will be right with you. Christmas Eve, I'm waiting. St. Nick, I ain't fading. And yeah, no slacking. Yo, case, I'm cracking. Damn, milk and cookies ain't caught you yet. Got a little something special about the TV set. Everyone, this is Throw Smiley, and I didn't want to do this podcast over the internet. I really wanted to fax you. Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh Cece, and uh, put the slut back on. I'm Brian Lesh, and I might have sex with a very symmetrical Christmas tree. I'm Jerry Wagner, and I'm a wall artist. Uh, the uh, psychiatrist I've been dating thinks I should break up with you. I'm Alaric Weber. <laughs> This is Holiday Phosphorescence. It's your Christmas time shows. We're doing four of them this uh, this year. Four in the main feed, and we'll have a uh, a monthly movie as always, because this show is brought to you by patrons, patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. And if you would like to see our monthly movies, then all you got to do is. Go to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. Buck a month is all you need to get going there. Uh, you get to listen to a whole bunch of other podcasts we record. We got music ones. Uh, let's see. We just did uh, um, uh, Drag Me to Hell. And then, um, oh, what was the one? You were on that, Jerry. What was the one we did afterwards? Big Trouble. Big Trouble. Big Trouble. Big Trouble in Little yeah. China. That was right. our last one. So, And uh, this month on the... Uh, on our December monthly movie, we're going to be doing Jingle All the Way with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Mr. Phil Hartman. Uh, so stay tuned for that. That'll be coming up later this month. This week, though, on Holiday Phosphorescence, we're watching Mixed Nuts. Hello, this is Lifesavers. Merry Christmas. How may I help you? I have only two months to live. I'm so sorry, sir. Everyone at Lifesavers is with you. May I speak to a woman? Hello, Merry Christmas, if it's all right to say that. What's your name? Catherine. I want to ravish you like a wild animal. Now stop it right this minute, we can't have that sort of thing. Philip's job is solving other people's problems. May I put you on hold while I run to my desk? Uh, You're not calling from a bridge or holding a weapon? No. But unfortunately, he's got problems of his own. I don't know how to say this. My psychiatrist thinks we should break up. I didn't know you were going to a psychiatrist. Well, I'm not actually going to one. I've been dating one for four months. And now it's Christmas. Can we show a little Christmas spirit around here? Merry Christmas! Somebody's not in the holiday mood, I guess. (laughs) A time when the lonely... If you think your husband is having an affair, he is. ...feel most alone. Static again. Hello, hello? I can't hear you. Try clicking the little button. I'm having a problem hearing you. Look, I'm at the end of my rope. And I want to die. Click it, please. Go ahead. I'm very lonely tonight. Is there any chance I could stop by and talk? Well, if you were willing to make a small donation, say perhaps five grand. (gasps) I'm kidding. I came right over. Do you have music? I'm not like you, Philip. I'm not one of those people who's only good on the phone. In my line of work, I deal with all kinds of people. None of them are what you might call conventional. Dancing with you makes me feel all fluffy. Yeah. <gasps> TriStar Pictures presents... I wish 
There was someone I cared for who cared for me. Are you a professional ukulele player? Oh, no, I'm a writer. What do you write? T-shirts. Steve Martin. My heart is racing and I'm feeling all nervous and sick. That's the way I felt since the day I met you. I wrote Save the Dolphins. In the new comedy from the director of Sleepless in Seattle. Catherine was uh, very distressed, so naturally I, I had to comfort her. Mixed nuts. Hello, Lifesavers, may I help you? May I speak to a woman? You are speaking to a woman. Mixed nuts. Uh, released <laughs> December 21st, 1994. With a running time of 97 minutes, it cost 20 million bucks and made 6.8 million. So it didn't do great. I, I'm really no, I'm really surprised they included the Stephen Wright that bit. bit yeah, oh, trailer. Yeah, like what a weird yeah. way to sell us on something. Like that dude shot himself. I don't even need context. I know that. That's- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. This movie. Um. Like I said, it didn't do very well at the box office in 1994. Um, but I think that means we should play the box office top 10 game. I love when it's classic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, Throwback edition. Oh, uh, yeah. This is uh, the box office. I will describe the top 10 movies of the week of December 21st, 1994. Fellas here are going to try to guess the movie. You ready to jump in, guys? Yeah. Yes. Well, um, Mixed Nuts did not open in the top 10. It opened at number 14. Um, and uh, doing better than it. Uh, before we get to the top 10, at 13, we have Pulp Fiction. <laughs> at wow. number 12, we have Interview with the Vampire. At number 11, we have A Low Down Dirty Shame. Oh. And, Martin. Uh, yeah, and opening at number 10 this week. A rich young boy finds his family the target of an inside job and must use his <laughs> cunning to save them. Richie Rich. Yes. How rich can you get? Wow. Starring Al flew to the mic like it was magnetic. Yeah. Starring Macaulay Culkin and John Larroquette. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Richie Rich. Um, Siskel and Ebert, by the way, <laughs> gave that one two thumbs up. <laughs> they were mad about Big Trouble in Little China, but Richie Rich is just that's fucking <laughs> just bam fine. chef's kiss right there. Yeah, thumb and thumb. Yeah. Uh, at number nine this week. Oh, okay. A lawyer and a little girl must prove that a man claiming to be Santa Claus is the real thing. This is Miracle. miracle. On 34th Street? Yeah, the that remake they made with... Uh, um, One of the Attenboroughs? Yeah, yeah, Richard Attenborough. Hmm. Yep. I don't remember that. I don't remember. And uh, uh, the little girl Matilda. that played Matilda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, what's your... Yeah. Um, at number eight this week. Oh, my God. Um, as part of a fertility research project... A male scientist agrees to carry a pregnancy in his own body. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger twins. in Not or, twins. Uh, oh. expecting? Not expected. Um, he's <laughs> having a baby. Mom. Um, <laughs> um knocked up. Danny DeVito, 
Arnie oh, yeah. and Emmy oh, Thompson. I can picture it. Emma Thompson. It's called uh, one word title. Baby. <laughs> Baby. 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 It's called um, Junior. Oh, oh Junior. The, the the tagline was nothing is inconceivable. I don't know why I said it in Arnold's voice. Because that's appropriate. Well, yeah. that's so they gave Arnold Schwarzenegger like a womb and shit and like fallopian yeah. tubes. And then they'd have to birth the baby's cesarean, I imagine. I but imagine, yeah. I hope. <laughs> Otherwise, where's it coming from? For his I sake. Pray. Yeah. He, he wouldn't need the fallopian tubes because he would no, need he ovaries. Right. But, but he would have the womb. Some sort of womb, <laughs> yeah. And it would come out of the urethra. And yeah, I was like, about to say. Oh. Like when, Kind of like when Popeye's arms would get <laughs> exactly. It's a one-off. You can only do it one time. <laughs> it's like yeah. It, when a, it's it's kind of like an eight when the alien eggs burst. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New Christmas movie, baby, come out, dick. For <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, baby, come out, dick. Uh, at, uh, dot com. <laughs> dot com. Uh, at number seven this week on the box office top ten, with the help of a long presumed dead hero, our lead must stop a deranged scientist. That's all I can tell you without giving it away. It is. It is. Is it a, a franchise? It is a franchise. It's a big franchise. I guarantee we've all seen this movie. Maybe like was, a Batman. Mr. Yeah, no, no. Thinking it was an aliens until you got to the deranged scientist. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, everybody had their head on straight in those movies. Um it it's it it's uh it's kind of a crossover of two of two of the most popular factions of this particular franchise. What? It was long awaited. Aliens versus Predator? No, no. Freddy versus Jason? Um, nope. Um, there's a... <laughs> versus Professor Jason? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's... the. I'll just give you the tagline. You, you'll, you guys should get it right away. Two captains, one destiny. Oh, Generations? Star Trek Generations, mm. yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There is no Batman in that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it suffered for it. Trust it me. Suffered. Needs more Batman. <laughs> That's the kind of thing Gene Siskel says. <laughs> yeah. Needs more Karen Allen. Uh, <laughs> at number six this week, a boy and his father are targeted by his bitter uncle who wants the father's place in society for himself. <laughs> the Lion King. The Lion King. Oh, right. <laughs> society. It's like we live in a lion you know, it's society. A, it's a five o'clock world, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, at number five this week, I don't actually know this one. Weird. Um, Two political speechwriters fall in love before they find out they're working for candidates on opposite sides. Hmm. Starring, what do we got? Oh, Michael Keaton and Gina Davis. No. 
This is a real grown-up kind of rom-commy bullshit movie from the mid-90s. Legal Eagles. It's Let's not see. that. It's but... the tagline. The Regal Beagle. There are two <laughs> there are two sides to every love story. Don't believe huh. either one of them. <laughs> Scripted. Uh, it's called Ooh. Speechless. Oh. Unfamiliar. Yeah. <laughs> at num- <laughs> that, yeah, that, yeah, that one did not stand the test of time. Uh, at number four this week. Oh, okay. A tough top, a tough cop teams up with a professional skydiver to capture a renegade computer hacker on the Fuck <laughs> uh, yeah. The Mr. Megorium. That went so many directions. <laughs> that went so many places. Sorry, Dustin Hoffman, dude. Oh as the skydiver. As, as oh my the god. The, tag, the tagline is something dangerous is in the air. <laughs> Outbreak. <laughs> um, uh, ripcord. Ooh, that's a that's a that good guess. Cool. That's a good guess. It is it is skydiving related. The name, but it's not ripcord. Okay, um, starring starring the stars Wesley Snipes and Gary Busey. God. Damn, I want to watch this movie. No shit. Yeah, I can't remember now. I don't know. Jump. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Point break two. Breaking. <laughs> <laughs> Electric breaking. Oh, oh, oh. Terminal velocity. No, 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 no. It's, Dang. It's, oh, it's, damn, that's a good it's one. It's called Drop Zone. All of those other names we gave were so much better. I know. Yeah, I think. How, awesome. Wait, how would a skydiver be able to catch a hacker like is it <laughs> I don't know like, exactly. a cop and a skydiver that. team up to catch a computer hacker I don't know all, I can only take on the hackers that are 100 stories above or more exactly is he in an airplane uh, alright well then I don't know <laughs> I don't know give right. good luck uh, out of my sky jurisdiction <laughs> and he's like and away we go and jumps up Hacking yeah. remotely from a dirigible. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <Jesus>. Blimp. <laughs> Blimp. Uh, <laughs> well, they need to make a high-speed action movie about <laughs> Blimp's called Blimp. They did with a fucking boat. <laughs> like, oh no, we're eventually going to hit land. <laughs> uh, at number three this week, there's a lot of, Jesus Christ, okay. A lot of fucking movies that I am unfamiliar with. Um, I I think I've heard this one. A computer specialist is sued for sexual harassment by a former lover turned boss who initiated the act forcefully, which threatens both his career and his personal life. Oh, (laughs) shit. Sandra Bullock's in this, right? No. It's not the Pelican Brief? Nope. It's not the one where she goes to the internet and it's like virtual reality? No. What is that? Is that the net? net? Yeah. No. This is... Michael Douglas and Demi Moore. I don't, and she sexually harasses him, but hey, no yeah, one yeah. believes him because he's oh, Michael no. Douglas. It's a woman's I, world. I feel so he's bad like, for him. Oh, yeah. He's like, you know, I got this throat cancer. Demi Moore. From, <laughs> I got this throat <laughs> cancer her. from eating pussy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a man's man. 
<laughs> yeah, and it didn't break up his relationship or anything. He's no. just like, her pussy's cancerous. <laughs> and he's just I mean, like, what the fuck? Like, I don't think that's the flex you think it is, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Like, relax, my dude. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even like advocating safe sex or anything. He was just oversharing. No, he wasn't throwing his wife under the bus. He's all yeah. gentlemen. Listen. <laughs> He's like, you should perform cunnilingus to the point where you get throat cancer. <laughs> I fucking eat all that shit. I eat the ass. I eat it all. <laughs> all of it. It's all carcinogenic. Belly button, toes. <laughs> anything goes. Anything below the waist. I eat all that <laughs> I should be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was called. It's Dis- not come up during Ant Man. <laughs> this movie was called Disclosure, <laughs> by the way. Oh, <laughs> I remember this. I remember that. I, I never saw it, but I remember it in the shelves of Blockbuster and being like, hard pass, no good. Exactly. Yeah. Shelves of Blockbuster. Oh, at number two, I can't believe this movie's this old. Okay. At number two this week, <laughs> when a man inadvertently makes Santa fall off his roof on Christmas Eve, he finds himself magically recruited to take his place. The Santa Matt. Claus. The Santa Claus. Home improvement. There, there was a Them new one just Christmas. this year, wasn't there? That's yes. a TV series now. Oh, it's called Maga Claus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> get it, Boomer. Things are changing and it's scary. Cocaine Claus. Yeah. yeah once I found out that he got, uh, he, he caught a, a charge for trafficking cocaine, I thought they made him Santa Disney. <laughs> no, and then he got out of it. Um, I knew some chicks named Cocaine Claus. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, and he got out of his uh, cocaine thing by ratting on his like fellow cokeheads, dealers. Mm-hmm. Never... I mean, he was young; he was in his early twenties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fair enough. I guess. But so are all you know. So were all his compatriots, the rest of the boobers. Yeah, that... like they were debaucherous in the seventies and early eighties, and now they're all like, "What? What? What?" Yeah, cover yourself. Yeah, how dare you color Don't your hair and have same sex relations? Yeah, exactly. You free based at Studio Fifty Four. You, you gave us aid, but oh, okay. You, you, <laughs> I'll yeah. park better. You 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 listened to Cinderella, like fuck it. <laughs> and the number one movie of the week, <laughs> opening at number one this week. After a woman leaves a briefcase at an airport terminal, a limo driver and his friend set out on a cross-country road trip to return. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. Yes. Kick his ass, Man, I was Kick way off. I love that the, the suitcase is okay. in the description. I'm a limo yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah, that is not. It was all about that. If you asked me to tell you the plot, I wouldn't have thought, oh, yeah, the, br- the briefcase gets left. Yeah. But that's it. That is. Yeah, that's the call to action i guess it is it is there are heroes in that journey uh that is our box office top 10 for the week that brings us to the production of the film itself oh what about the uh comics background (laughs) i'm al (laughs) what you got for Uh, us so with the uh the popularity of peanuts uh charles schultz (laughs) 
started a new comic strip called Mixed Nuts. Nineteen sixty-eight. More diversity. But this one was an edgy, hippie-centric one, <laughs> where they all did acid. Yeah, the the nuts were tainted. Uh, it was uh, the adults and the uh, the kids talked in the schwa schwas. Yeah, I guess all nuts are tainted. <laughs> so close to the taint. Gotta watch I see, see, I accidentally watched Mixed Nuts uh, 48, which was a porn. <laughs> yeah, N-U-T-Z. <laughs> no. um, so Mixed Nuts was based on the 1982 French film La Père Noël est un ordure. Um, which, wow. yeah, uh, which was uh, a very popular French film, apparently. Um, I mean, the premise, now that I think about it, is it's definitely it's, French. It's farce. It's a comedy French. of errors, French well, farce, kind of, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. About suicide, yeah. Hey, that's so French, yeah. dude. It, oh, it's yeah. very it's dark. Yeah. They invented all we... Ennui. It is Christmas. Yeah. And, 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 in the French version, though, the uh, lead characters were Pierre and Therese. Uh, oh. 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 Uh, yeah. So um, it was uh, written and directed by Nora Ephron, um, who this was a. Uh, Let's see. This was, I think, only her second film she directed after. No, no, I'm sorry. This is her third film after Sleep. uh, This is My Life and Sleepless in Seattle. Um, You know, of course, she'd go on to do Michael and You've Got Mail. Well, she wrote. So, I mean, she wrote When Harry Met Sally. She was much more popular as a writer. She was also a script doctor. Yeah. So she was kind of like Elaine May, like a really, really funny woman. Oh, they. Tried to make their own kind of project. Yeah. Well, I mean. Because Elaine May wrote Ishtar, but Elaine May also helped invent modern improv comedy. Absolutely. No, uh, Elaine May and uh, what's his face? What was her? Mike Nichols. Nichols. Uh, May and Nichols. Yeah, Director Mike Nichols. They were like like amazing. Those two (laughs) together did a lot. Um, But yeah. Um, Yeah. No, she wrote Silkwood, Heartburn, When Harry Met Sally. Uh, My Blue Heaven, which is the (laughs) sequel to uh, yeah, <laughs> to Goodfellas. Oh, not sequel. It's at the same time. Just no, no, no. Because it's after. Oh yeah, I guess I, it's after. But it's he goes into it's when they're it's in after. You're right. You, yes, it's Henry Hill in, in hiding. But I think that's from the original book. They just didn't. Yeah, she she, uh, she adopted the same book as Scorsese did. Did she really? Is it really based on Henry Hill? Yeah, yeah. My Blue Heavens uh-huh. is, is what a fucking trip yeah. about this okay. like. Guido, even though he yeah. wasn't full Guido, but yeah, yeah, living in the suburbs with an FBI agent that's always checking in. Yeah, but I mean, she of course, you know, Nora yeah, Ephron yeah. absolutely, you know, gained her place in in the pantheon with Sleepless yeah. in Seattle. Um, and her daughter was Nora Jones. She was because they have the same first name. That's it. That's yeah. my only connection. <laughs> I Josh like, and I used to get that all the time. You oh, guys brothers? <laughs> yeah. What? Right. Um, um, what was I going to say? Oh, she was married to Bob Woodward, I believe. And yeah. Rob Reiner, who's in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Nora Ephron passed away in 2012. Um, 
Woods. She, uh, let's see, we've got Steve cameo in this. I don't, I didn't Mm -hmm. see her. Maybe she's pretty nonsense. I don't know who's driving the car. That that was my, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Um, well, let's see, we've got (laughs) our cast and what a cast it is. Steve Martin as Philip. Um, Oh my God! Is this our first Steve Martin movie uh, we've okay. done on the podcast? I think it is. Yeah, I mean these—it's full of legendary performers. So I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Brevity is the soul of wit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Steve Martin. Um, of course, anybody who doesn't know who Steve Martin is, just fuck you. Um, fuck you. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Call me Mister Steve Martin. <laughs> Um, if you don't know who Steve Martin is, immediately watch The Jerk, uh, Three Amigos, mm-hmm. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yes. Um, Madeline Kahn as Mrs. Blanche Munchik. We actually have covered Madeline Kahn previously because we did Young Frankenstein. Um, Queen. <laughs> I love this woman with all my heart. So she do is, I. Yeah. Yeah. She was a treasure. Um I think she gives the best performance in this movie. Yeah, she's Absolutely. one of the funniest parts of this movie. And I just, yeah, I, I, I agree. I love her like frustrated voice, the flames on the side of my face. Yes. <laughs> when she gets, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> we also talked about Clue. Yeah. Oh, Clue. Yeah. yeah. This is a third Madeline Kahn movie. Yes. Hell yeah. Um, Robert Klein is Mr. Lobel. Uh, Robert Klein. Um, is uh he's he's one of those uh kind of like old school uh comedians who is in like a million things um yeah uh he got let's see oh my god he won a grammy <laughs> for oh, best yeah, comedy of, album and yeah a lot of comics have won yeah uh let's spoken word and comedy album yeah um he did uh he used to have a stage show stage show with Alan Alda in the 60s um, a two man show <laughs> called Two Jews <laughs> chopping it up, stuff chopping it up, just up here on stage chopping it up. Um, Delicatessen. He's uh, he was the owl and the pussycat. He was in that was one of his earlier ones. Um, he's one of those guys where you're like, oh yeah, that guy. If you don't know who he is, right? Uh, let's see, Anthony Lapaglia's Felix. Um. <laughs> the guy who's not Andy Garcia. Uh, I thought he was a Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got that look. <laughs> I thought they, he's got that look. He looks like the fifth that Baldwin. Bald, the the yeah, fifth thought, Baldwin. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah let's see. Yeah. His, he was in a bunch of 90s stuff. Empire Records, yeah. The Client. Um, he's really funny and so I married an axe murder. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, He's, so he's not a Baldwin? He's not like their cousin? I thought he was, dude. Yeah. I swear. Like, are, you, are you sure, though? He looks like the fifth Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Was there a Sheen Estevez thing here? Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. He has the most 90s sideburns in this. Like, I coveted. I covet those sideburns. A 19-year-old me is like, God damn, dude. That's yeah. hot fire. Yeah, that is. Yeah. The floppy 90s hair. Oh, hair yeah. Always dude. stayed oh, in yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, One pierced ear. Yeah. Yep. Dang. Yeah. Uh, Juliette Lewis as uh, Gracie. Um, 
as let's see, uh, my stepmother's an alien, Christmas vacation, Cape Fear, um, Natural Born Killers, California. It's Juliet Lewis. Um, yeah. From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Gilbert Grapes. She's Gilbert. made a comeback. Like she's working. Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the new Chippendales show that's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Moon just still plays that. music. Yeah. She was with, uh, let's see, she has a band called Juliet and the Licks. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. Uh, her dad's an actor, too. Yeah. Uh, her father is Jerry you, Lewis. We all. <laughs> <laughs> and no, Nora but we all know this. We all know the actor. We've seen Jeffrey, him growing Jeff, up. Jeffrey Lewis. He was in, uh, what's it called? Um, with Clyde. Yeah, Every Which Way But Loose. Oh, Every yeah. Which Way But Loose. Yeah. yeah, he was often the like drunk, the Otis type character. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, um, let's see. Rob Reiner doing basically a cameo as Dr. Kinski. Um, it's, it's Rob Reiner. <laughs> he directed When Harry Met Sally. This is Meathead. Tap. Meathead. Yeah, um, he was in Sleepless in Seattle. He directed The Princess Bride. I mean, yes. Jesus. Yeah. And Stand By Me. Because of yes. those two movies, he's all right. Well, did he do this. Spinal Tap? Rob Reiner didn't do Spinal Tap. He did tap, Spinal right? Tap. No, he yeah. did. Yeah, he he did. did Spinal Tap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so if actually effectively creating the mockumentary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For all intents and purposes. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler is Louis Capshaw. I hadn't realized how little his shtick has changed in 30 years. Same fucking well, thing. Yeah. Opera Man forever. I mean, as soon as he got the first check, he's like, "Are you serious?" Okay. No, as soon as, no, no, so as soon as he, that, no, 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 Josh. As soon as he got his first check, he was like, "Open the bed, the ball to the bar. Yeah, he was <laughs> on the 25th anniversary special of SNL. He he's out there with three of the writers, Jim Downey, Tim Hurley. But anyways, they're the writer. He's like, I know you think that I'm this comic, you know, blah, blah, blah. But they actually write my stuff. They come up and whisper in his ear and he's like, and that's their writing. So they keep going to his ear. I watched this last night with Jude and all he kept saying was like, why does anyone think Adam Sandler is funny? I was like, well. It's a it's a legitimate question. I mean, it was the nineties. It was a different time. Yes. He was like he was like <laughs> the sublime of comedians, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. He, you know, it was a good just, idea. He was a Gen X Andy Kaufman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt funny. Yeah. Exactly. It was more performance yeah. art. Yeah. I remember listening to that Tie the Goat to the Car album mm. many, many times over as groups of boys. When I, mm-hmm. I was probably like 10 or 11 I, listening to him. I still think medium pace is a funny fucking song. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny song at a medium pace. I mean, uh, what's it called? Billy Madison holds up, man. Billy Madison it really holds up. Holds up. Happy it Gilmore really slightly. And everything after that is just diminishing. Uh, Billy returns. Madison is fantastic. Yeah. 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 I, I own that one because the premise is brilliant. Everyone in it is Bradley Whitford. He, well, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, and Adam Sandler's the, like kind of the least funny part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. But uh, to his credit, he was involved with making everyone else around him funny. Very That's funny. The, no, the, like the movie Steve Martin. That he's really similar to Steve Martin. They're both annoying. That's their their <laughs> shtick. Well, to have them they, both in this movie is weird. Yeah. They played with performance art a lot. Yeah, like yeah. Steve Martin's stand up is not great, especially if you can't see him. But if you can yeah. see him, you get the whole bit. 
Yeah. You're like, oh, I see. Yeah, which there's is, an act here. Yeah, which is Not why it's funny that he did so well <laughs> on albums. That's like where he did. Yeah. I know. Um, Leave Schreiber. Let's get small. Leave Schreiber is uh, Chris. Um, we've talked about him a few times. X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> this is his first role on uh, film. Yeah, this wow. is his really. This wow. is yeah. his first um, film credit. Yep. I, I watched an interview with him and Conan and he was talking about this being the first movie and uh, practicing dancing with Steve Martin. He got the quote unquote largest erection he's ever had in his life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Went into more detail than that. Dude, but... Leif Schreiber's character in this is very confusing to me in the sense that I might have had an awakening. That's all. <laughs> no, that, like dude, I was yeah. like, Leif Schreiber is a hot fucking lady. Is that weird? Like I wanted, what? I wanted to I, pick me up. I, I, I got to say everything. I've got to say, um, I'm really, really shocked at how, how untransphobic this film is around it. Her yeah. character is good. Yeah. There, there are a couple of bumps on the way, but man, mm-hmm. for ninety four, surprising. For yeah. ninety four, they did really well. Um, they could have made her more of the joke, you know, the fact that they're like, right. oh, it's just a crazy man dressed up like a woman. But it was, I don't know. They, they gave that character way more pathos, like more of a character, like it was a whiny person. Well, you know and, what I mean? uh, other, other than the shitty family, no one misgendered yeah. the character. Like it no, was, no, it's it was very French. Um, yeah, having. Sorry, Thoreau, I cut you off. Oh, yeah, oh, no, no, go for it. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Very French. Well, and yeah. um, e- even the awkwardness seemed less homophobic and more like, it, I think anybody, <clears throat> any of us would feel weird dancing slow, you know, with a guy, mm-hmm. not not for any sexual type, like it would be awkward. It would be sort of comedic. Yeah. Like it was. It wasn't that like, oh, no, he might be enjoying it. It's just... Mm-hmm. Well, and they walked in on you and your bro dude that like there's nothing <laughs> weird about it, but it's weird. I think they're doing a foxtrot where she's leading. Yes, kind of. yes, yes. So that's the that thing. That also adds leading. to yes the awkwardness. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was definitely well planned. It's, it's he's so much it. larger than Steve Martin, and Steve Martin's quite light on his toes. He is yeah. a good dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more vis- visually um, funny. Well, and we'll get there in this about the trans situation. In, in the story, the Situation. way that all the characters shuffle out into, they all kind of pair off at the end. Mm-hmm. We get Adam Sandler who pairs off and is just so unfazed by everything. Yeah, they 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 kiss at the end. You know, when yeah. everyone's in front of the tree and it starts to pan out, they give each other a little peck. And then, yeah. yeah, no, it was it was <laughs> it was ridiculously progressive for 1994. Yeah, it really was. Right, that, yeah. Um, Gary Shandling as Stanley, the landlord. Um, we last talked about him in Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his name is literally, you know, Pine Tree. Pine Tree, yeah. Kind yeah. of our Christmas tree. But um, yeah, then he ends up in one. Yeah. Uh, Rita Wilson as. Oh, Ka- yeah. Rita Wilson as Catherine. Uh, Mrs. Tom Hanks. Uh, we'll, oh, we'll be talking about her again. She's in Jingle All the Way. Oh, uh, um, uh, let's see. She was in Sleepless in Seattle. Is that where her and Tom Hanks met? I have, I don't know. Oh my God, her second movie was Cheech and Chong's next movie in 1980. Weird. No wow. shit. Awesome. Wow. Oh, Volunteers. That's where her and Tom Hanks met. Volunteers in 1985. Um, Candy. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. We've got Parker Posey and John Stewart as the rollerbladers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jolie Fisher as Susan. Carrie Fisher's half sister. Yep. Uh, oh. Christine Cavanaugh and Henry Brown as cops. Uh, Brian Markinson as a uh, policeman. Stephen Wright as the suicidal man <laughs> at a payphone booth. <laughs> Um, Victor Garber as the voice of the irate neighbor and Haley Joel Osmond as a yep. little boy. Yep. I spotted that yep. little fucker. Yep. He's yeah. hard to miss, man. Yes. Um, all, I see queer people. Yeah. And Santa Claus. I see. And Santa. <laughs> and, Who's kind of queer? And a Baldwin Santa Claus. Wasn't, he, <laughs> Baldwin wasn't he the wizard in a Marvel TV thing? Maybe I'm oh, thinking of somebody. Wait, wait, Haley Joel Osmond? Yeah, and like in Jessica Jones. He's in, the boys, he's in the boys. Oh, the boys. That's what Mesmer. it was. Yeah. 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 Um, that about rounds off our uh, production. Um, it has 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, fair. It's fair. And it was reviewed by Siskel and Ebert. The latest film by director Nora Ephron, whose Sleepless in Seattle was such a smash, but this picture, Mixed Nuts, is another contender for the year's worst film, a stunningly empty comedy with Steve Martin as a suicide hotline worker whose agency faces eviction from landlord Gary Shanley. Now, these are two major comic talents in a dreary scene. We don't exactly have a cash flow. After you save someone's life, you can't ask them for money. Doctors can. Aren't you some sort of doctor, Philip? No. Tell me, in all of your calls, has anybody impaled themselves? No. And how's this for an original joke? The fruitcake that nobody wants. A fruitcake? Yes. Remarkably like the one I gave you last year. The would-be romance in the picture is between Steve Martin and Rita Wilson as his assistant. My heart is racing and I'm feeling all nervous and sick. That's the way I felt since the day I met you. Your sweater was buttoned funny that day. One side stuck up higher than the other and poked up into your chin. You remember that? I'll never forget it. I know what went wrong with Nick's nuts. A lot of top flight actors were asked to do just a couple of scenes for director Efron, and they all signed on because, hey, how bad could it be? Mixed nuts is how bad? Very bad. It's bad. It's wow. bad. Woo, is it bad? I, I mean, I don't know. It's really, really bad. I don't understand. Uh, Why would you have writing? Madeline Kahn in a movie and have her spend the whole movie stuck in an elevator screaming? I mean, what did she think when she was looking at the script? Yeah. Oh, great, I have 17 screams. Uh, the movie is just, uh, it's not worth even talking about anymore. Just forget about it. What do you think, huh? Well, just, there's a lot of names that people might get drawn on. They might, you know, in the ads, it's going to say from the director of Sleepless in Seattle. So well, here's our warning. This movie isn't Sleepless. It's not in Seattle. There you go. And it's not any good. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Okay, Can I just, I want to point out something that is a fact. Another movie opened this week and they gave it two thumbs up and it was Richie Rich. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Those fuckers. I think Adeline Khan in the elevator is some of the funniest shit in the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Her just improving, singing like her. Even stuff. that conversation with Gary Shandling—it's like you. These two don't understand subtlety. <laughs> it's weird. 
because their 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 career the career watching movies yeah yeah um uh siskel and ebert um yeah like i said 13 percent. it's not a well-regarded film i found it to be pretty charming and fun and i haven't seen it yeah. in a long long time prior to yeah this. it wasn't I as funny seen it since i was a kid yeah I've seen it since then, but it it wasn't quite as haha as I remembered when I was younger. <laughs> but it was it's still good. It's a charming little Christmas movie. Yeah. I had I had forgotten that I'd seen this movie. Um but then like watching it, like every scene was familiar. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> I must have seen this at some point in my life. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen this movie. This is my first time watching this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't. I have no recollection. It might have been on HBO, like when we were kids, but I don't. I have no recollection of it. Well, it dropped in '94, so yeah. um, that's Uh-oh. like when you guys moved to Tucson. When I we yeah. moved up to you know, so I was we like 19 already, 18, 19. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't like something that was on when I was really young. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like that. Uh, I, I watched it with my grandparents. And- mm-hmm. I feel like they did. They got to like seventy five percent of the kind of zany farce they were trying to get to. Mm-hmm. It, w- it wasn't a home run, but it was a solid C. Okay. All right, let's rank it. Okay, we're done. Bye, everybody. <laughs> we're done. Good night. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, well, okay. With that, you ready to jump into the movie, guys? Yeah. All right. Put here- the slut back on. Here we go. This is mixed <laughs> mixed nuts. We open on the Venice Beach boardwalk on Christmas Eve. So Jude and I were just in California a couple months ago. We stayed on Venice Beach um, for two nights, and you could see our hotel in several shots of this movie. Jude was constantly like, hey, I know that place. That's always fun. Yeah. Um, So uh, we meet Philip. He's riding his bike. A pregnant woman and her boyfriend ran out of a shop arguing. They knock over a pair of rollerbladers with a Christmas tree. This Uh, whole this whole intro reminds me. It it seemed like a look how California this Christmas is. This is the uh most California Christmas that ever existed. I also had this resentful thought for a minute there where I was like, remember the 90s, that boomer 90s where you could just get an apartment on Venice Beach on a handshake? Oh, my. You know, like. Spend yeah. your days rollerblading. Every, just rollerblading. Not just an apartment, a shop. A shop. A storefront. A storefront, yes. yeah. I cannot imagine how expensive renting a storefront on Venice Beach would it's, be. It's the same shit. thing as friends, you know? Like, this is right. impossible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was our, our, our hotel rooms were 200 bucks a night, and it was a shitty hotel. <laughs> right so imagine the the rent yeah um, or the hotel yeah exactly um yeah so uh philip tries to broker some peace between the uh the arguing couple and the rollerbladers they leave and he takes the remains of the tree with him heading back to his office this is a weird establishing the fact that he works for a hotline moment yeah he says it's well, what just, i do my job is helping I help people, people. It was just weird. It was very ham-fisted. Yeah. 
Yeah. And his blonde hair, his dyed blonde oh, dude. hair. Yes. Yeah, dude. Anytime Stephen Bottle Martin's died. not a silver fox. I'm not cool. Yeah. I mean, I could see her be probably, you know, like, well, let's distance yourself from yourself. <laughs> but still, weird. In only one way, though. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, he's way. full Steve Martin. Otherwise, yes, yeah, yeah he's full Steve Martin. The, <laughs> right. The it's like if you, yeah. Well, because like he just did L.A. Story like two years earlier, in which he's like very not Steve Martin. Steve Martin. He's like, you know, like like cool middle aged boomer Steve Martin. Whereas here, he's yeah, he's, he's not. Um. So, uh, yes. So he's the owner of Lifesavers, a nonprofit suicide hotline. We meet Mrs. Munchik and Catherine, who work there with him. He arrives at the building, runs into his landlord, who's evicting them as of January 2nd. Mm-hmm. Yo, oh. Gary Shandling's drip. I'm sorry. But Gary Shandling's outfit is dope. That's my... Yeah. That character fucks. Yeah, he oh, does fuck yeah. Oh, he totally does. White socks, white sneakers, fucking sport coat and shorts. He's just like, yeah, I'm here to sling dick. Doesn't That's he have it. a gold chain on too? <laughs> yeah, 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 he does. I was well, just like, yo, dude. When they walk Superman. into when they walk into the building and he's asking him about his different phone calls, I I watched this twice, so that that definitely jumps out the mm. second time. Mm. He's like, anybody yeah. get skewered? Anybody? How did they die though? Right. Like, he's sure. so curious about the deaths. Well, and the doctor line is a hilarious beat. Yes. It it works so well. It's like I can't save someone's life and then ask them for money. Doctors do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's unscrewing all the light bulbs, right, to save money on yeah. the save money yeah. even the exit sign. Yeah. yeah, you're one of the people who don't care. I'm the landlord. <laughs> but, well, then we turn. We yeah, uh, I won't spoil it. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the. Uh, one of the female callers, uh, it was like the first caller that Catherine was talking to, um, establishes the worry in the community over the seaside strangler. Yes. Yeah. Who is going after women with long, dark hair, specifically. And uh, conventionally attractive. Isn't that the other term? Yeah. That conventionally <laughs> attractive. attractive. With long, dark hair. <laughs> a solid seven. Yes. A solid seven. <laughs> Uh, I mentioned it because that would be a plot device throughout. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great point. Um, yeah. He goes upstairs, doesn't tell the uh, his coworkers about the eviction. Um, he does call his girlfriend, Susan, who's a loan officer at a bank. He wants uh, to convince her to get the bank to give him a loan. She refuses and then tells him that she's breaking up with him for her psychiatrist. Who she's been dating oh, for four months. Yeah, a psychiatrist. She calls him her psychiatrist, though. And right. like, I'm not <laughs> yeah. seeing him. I'm I'm seeing him. Yeah. Well, and he asks her for money like, like it's her bank. Come on. Yeah, like Just he owns it. Loan me yeah. five grand. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, bank doesn't have yo, my yo, name yo. on it. Yeah, she's I like, I'll here. go ask Mr. Chase. Okay. <laughs> I'll gladly pay you Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, at that point in time, it was Mr. Bank one. That's right. Mr. Bankman. Mrs. Munchik tries to leave to go have dinner with her ex-in-laws? Dead husband's sister. Yeah. Oh, God. You don't have to call him ex if you're widowed, but yeah. yeah. Um, And while leaving, she gets stuck in the elevator. Meanwhile, we uh, check back in with the pregnant lady at her little shop, which... (laughs) The rent must be 12 grand a month. 
Right. But totally a vintage speech, vintage shop. Like yeah. they, the production designer nailed it. <laughs> well, and there's so much stuff in there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, what's interesting is that, um, Titanic shop. We saw it in the trailer here. Um, it's, it's a shop and it says Titanic on top. That's still there. It's still called Titanic. Huh. Um, they have got a big, uh, like, like made a soldered iron, like Optimus prime, <laughs> like 12 foot. Really? Yeah. yeah. Did she so, live in the shop? She lives in the shop too, right? They have a kitchen in there. I, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah, she lives back in there. Room. Yeah. Um, well, and a lot of those little shops along the beach we're, are, are like, we're, yeah, they have like a dinette. It was, and, a, yeah. yeah, the Venice Beach area was a an artist commune that was established like back in the silent film days. Charlie Chaplin lived there. And, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Um. So, all right. Uh, let's see. They, uh, she argues, Gracie is her name. She argues with her boyfriend, Felix. Uh, they have no money. She's very pregnant. Exactly how mm-hmm. pregnant is up for a little bit of dispute. How pregnant do you need me to be? <laughs> Felix says she's only seven months, but yeah. Because he's only been out of jail for seven months. However, right, I, he's obviously off yeah. by a couple. Um, He's wearing a Santa Claus outfit that she says multiple times. I could sell that. Right. Is that Christmas the only Eve. clothing that he has? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why? Why is he wearing the Santa outfit? Oh, because they got into a fight and she cut all his clothes up. Yeah, that's uh, right. She cut up his clothes. Okay. <laughs> the dots connect. But it's still a vintage clothing store. Yeah. There wasn't a pair of jeans that fit him in there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You can. That's got to be shirt. hot as balls. You know, mm-hmm. even yeah, even in the winter time. I mean, this was clearly filmed in summer. <laughs> like, it's not yeah. that warm in December and yeah. the Pacific Ocean. Like, there's a breeze. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, he's an out of work artist. He's a wall artist. If only there's another word. I don't even for understand. That. You can find a fucking wall, Felix. You're not trying hard enough. I'm just saying it's right. pretty easy. You're a well, muralist. This is the movie. So, when they're all outside and there's the whole Christmas scene, there's a really pretty mural behind them in, yes. in a couple mm-hmm. long shots, but it couldn't have been Felix. But like, it's, I don't know. It's just like, does that upset him? I, I assume <laughs> Somebody there, got was, a wall. there was subtext that they did not put in there, but I assume that he went to jail for his wall art. Sub, sub, Maybe. Uh, yeah, probably. And that's why he was so obsessed with having to own the wall. But at the same time, he's he's quite quick to pick up a firearm. That's very true. Yeah. It doesn't take much. Yeah. So homie could have knocked over a liquor store. Or well, and at that point, he was high on pills. <laughs> oh, when he got right. right? Yeah. That was yeah. after the vet the vet it's, shop when he got the gun. Yeah, those like every, were the ketamine. Every, every graffiti writer I know just high on pills, playing with a gun. You know. <laughs> Just <laughs> like Santa Claus. Those fake like Santa Claus. Like Shit, it's the yeah. Santa Claus gang. <laughs> right. Fantastic it, sideburns, though. This is they did this other thing too that they do in the 80s and 90s in movies is when they want to convey that a character's a criminal, they always give them an East Coast accent. Mm-hmm. Yep. You yeah. know, I mean a guy could be like, yeah, Oh, I'm from, I'm from Long Beach. You know, I'm from Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the neighbor's like, right. hey, keep it down down there. And I'm like, is everybody? Everybody's from New York, I guess, apparently. Yep, a criminal element. Yeah. Um, like Howard Koch. Koch. Um, 
Anyway, Howard Cock. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's that other mixed nuts movie. Yeah, yeah that's Cock the N U T Z. Ed Koch. I was getting Howard Dean and Ed Koch mixed up, and I said Howard Koch. Oh my it. God, what is wrong? I'm I from Encinitas. What the fuck do you know? I'm from fucking San Diego. Born and <laughs> I'm from Tarzana. Born and raised. Fucking fucking Tarzana, you know. <laughs> you mook. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Gracie runs off. She's going to go visit Catherine at Lifesavers, with whom she is friends. We meet Louie, who lives downstairs and plays the ukulele. No one's rescuing Mrs. Munchik from the elevator. Meanwhile, upstairs, Philip gets a call from someone named Chris, who's very depressed and wants to come see them. Philip uh, feels a lot of empathy for Chris and gives out their address against the rules. Uh, We see that Chris is a trans woman whose family is not accepting of her. I think the empathy is because he asked for money. I don't think it was real empathy. I think it was guilt because I shouldn't have uh, asked for money. And oh, panic. Right. Yeah. 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 But um, <laughs> even though it is one of the transphobic seeds, his family is fucking the hilarious. The Arnold chant. <laughs> yes. The, the piano stops. It's like Brendan has a mangina. Like, <laughs> even, <laughs> even some of the meaner parents joined it. Oh. Yeah. And then as soon as you watch out the door, they just go right back to what they're yeah. going to start playing. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's like crazy because, yeah, they got like 12 people going on that. Like, that's- well, and you know what to to say, like this, <laughs> this movie handles these things in an interesting angle because we sympathize with the character because mm-hmm. they are being singled out by their family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. They, if the family had been like, hey, you know, Merry Christmas. We'll see you later. Have fun with your friends. We wouldn't have thought anything well, of it. And the Arnold Schwarzenegger thing, that's kind of an insult based on he looks funny in a dress. Not that mm-hmm. like they, they don't call him a slur. They don't yeah. call him like a fruit or fruit cake, which they could have so, thrown that well, joke in there. Leaf Schreiber's but a muscular. Like you look, yeah, and he's tall. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Ray, Do- Ray Donovan's a big guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They specifically got a guy who's like fairly large and muscular and masculine. To and play the character, the voice too, because the voice yeah, does so but, much. But work. also yeah. looks strangely good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It let's talk about up. it. <laughs> Very attractive. Like I said, I wanted her to carry me around like a baby. Right. Just carry yeah, totally. me around. I'd say, my wife just is like, really, what's with you and women carrying you around? I'm like, I don't know. Schreiber. <laughs> it's a Robert. Well, Prince. Jerry, there's a fucking <laughs> Leaf Schreiber. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a subreddit I can That's direct why. you to if you're into. Please do send links, right? I'll just ruin my life. <laughs> watch, watch She-Hulk. <laughs> you'll oh, you'll love it. That's true. But again, I just love it that like his dad just thinks he looks manly in a dress. Yeah, like that's yeah. what his dad's problem you know that, yeah. that's yeah that's true in its own way he's not bothered that his son is in a dress he just looks like arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> so on the on the that's phone different that's objective um on the on the phone she says she's alone um and i thought that was part of the joke as well it's like she says she's alone and then like walks out and there are 12 people in the room oh, <laughs> yeah. singing yeah well and the uh, little but, the little niece is putting on the makeup and holding her purse and everything too. She snatches them from her. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But emotionally alone. Yeah. Yes. Same. Again, French. Very French. Now that I know this was a French movie. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. You know what though the the thing that it lacked 
for being a French movie was a lot of cigarette smoking. There wasn't a lot of cigarette smoking. <laughs> it was also California. In the yeah, Southern yeah. California. Yeah. Right, they had just made it illegal to smoke like in a Denny's. Do you know what I mean? Like this is around that time too. Yeah. Around. Yeah. And also when the rest of the country is making fun of them for being health nuts and for jogging. Mm-hmm. That's and, true. You know, that's well, Southern California. Yeah. And yeah, but, no, they were specifically like one of the she first She does states. smoke. She smokes some Nat Sherman's. Oh, she yeah, does she smoke does. a Nat Sherman. You're right. Yeah. yeah. The red one. Yeah. The cocktail mm-hmm. cigarettes. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. So French, the idea that like even a man dolled up in a dress is still crying on a bed. You know, it's like, you're not living your best life. You look fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like even a man in a dress yeah. is sad. Yeah. <laughs> like a clown crying. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, Mrs. Munchik eventually gets the attention of Mr. Lobel, a dog owner with whom she's in a feud with. He tells Philip and Catherine she's stuck. Philip and goes out and is trying to pull her up through the top hatch of the elevator. When Gracie arrives and starts pressing the elevator buttons, and the elevator starts going down. I'm sorry, we missed. I think one of the funniest parts is where Madeline Carm starts opening the presents she got mm. for the kids and stuff, mm-hmm. and she starts playing with that like beatmaster like, yeah. yeah. and freestyling. Like, and she's freestyling, and she gets frustrated when she doesn't have the the rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> it was something about punching someone in the face or something. Yeah. It was such a, I almost wrote it down. I should have taken a note because that was so funny. Munchkin is okay. Not Munchkin. <laughs> Munchnik. is okay. Mushnik. Mushnik. Throw it in my face or punch me in the face. I'm like stuck in this place or something. If you don't yeah. get me out, I'll punch you in the face. She had bars. Yeah. Like she she could have totally won a freestyle battle against Adam Sandler. Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah, dude. And oh. he's notorious for changing lyrics and, you know. Yeah. Well, his whole Christmas song was him making fart noises. I was... And then he, making his own lyrics. Yeah, about cheese or something. Everybody wants to eat cheese. Yeah, or, or whatever. something, yeah. Uh, I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. So um, the elevator starts Yeah, it starts up going up. They're up. afraid they're going to get crushed, but then they're fine. Um, he reveals, while he's panicking, that him and Susan broke up, which makes Catherine happy because she has a crush on him. Uh, eventually, they all return to the office. Felix arrives. He's begging Gracie to listen to him. Um, she hits him in the head with a fruitcake, giving him a concussion and a big cut on his forehead. Chekhov's fruitcake that yeah. just keeps mm-hmm. getting passed around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip and Catherine take him to a vet to be treated for his head wound since they have no money. Um, they make Mrs. Or insurance. And or, they, you know, was, this fucking country, man. We we have joked about that, and then Breaking Bad was completely about that. And it's just yeah, like we, think, no it, we think it's so fucking funny. Yeah, they weren't able to make Breaking Bad in foreign markets because it made no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it's a joke. Even ninety four, like it's got no insurance. Go to a vet. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been going on for so it it became so normalized for so long. It wasn't until like the last ten years that I started re- like with like really being on the internet and seeing what other countries are really like. Being like, oh, yeah, wait, we don't have to live like this. Well, and not to segue into the next thing that happens in the vet office, but he no, takes a bottle of pills, like an entire bottle of pills. Yeah, ketamine, right? Like, Isn't yeah, that- dog dog tranquilizers. 
Yeah, which I, what I, I would assume is some sort of ketamine dosage for dogs, but an entire bottle. It's interesting because he's a junkie, essentially. Dude's got a right. serious problem. Yeah, Immediately someone's true. like, these are dog tranquilizers. And he's like, fucking sedatives, tranquilizers, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's the joke. The kid know? at the party that will just take the handful of yeah. pills from you. Yeah. Right. Whereas <laughs> now we look at that and we go like, oh, this is a serious problem. But even in 94... <laughs> Here we were making jokes about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, while they're gone, Mrs. Munchnik discovers the eviction notice that Philip was hiding from uh, her and Catherine. Um, Felix takes they're, the tranquilizers and they decide they have to take him to the hospital. Um, Catherine uh, had found the eviction notice a little bit earlier before they pulled Mrs. Munchnik out of the elevator. That's right. Catherine found it before. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the whole bit where he's wearing the pajamas she knitted him where one sleeve super fucking long and like yeah. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to swat the letter off the bottom. Of I thought the, that yeah. was funny. One sleeve too long. And he, yeah. Yeah. Because she's not actually very good at knitting. Not Those were pajamas. That's right. Yeah. Knitted, knitted pajamas. You know oh what? Though, I would wear they those. Look knitted. Oh, I knitted. Wear. Knitted wedding pajamas. Those that was like more of a, a wedding present than wear a those Christmas present. The, I'd wear those to the club. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I just went long ass sleeve. Timber, Timberlands and yeah. just Well, and I mean, she doesn't look much more ridiculous than two thousands rappers. So. Timberlands. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, some Timberlands like right. And she said uh nobody gets the groom with like sleepwear. Mm. Yeah, everyone gets the bride like lingerie for the wedding night. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Meanwhile, at the office, the doorbell rings. Gracie. Gracie goes to answer it. Um, Mrs. Munchik originally doesn't. She's standing next to the door because she thinks it's the strangler. Gracie throws the door open, um, striking Mrs. Munchnik, and it's Chris there. She uh, has the best line, one of the be- where she's yelling through the door. At- because she thinks this is a strangler, and she says, "I'm, I'm, I am attractive, but I'm not young. I've never been young." Yeah, I that was so <laughs> yeah. funny. Like I've never it been is. young. Yes, my hair is short, <laughs> and I am short. attractive. There is no discussion about that. Yes, there's no discussion about that. Yeah, exactly. That and the whole scene where she has to pee and she like runs through and pees in front of everybody too, <laughs> holding the beach towel. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, but just I've never been young. To me, it was I like laughed out loud. That that sound, that seemed like that seemed like an improv from Madeline. Yeah, Marcon. well, she's so brilliant. Elevator scenes as well. Fuck this, only at speaking to herself. Mm. Like what, her her hilarious bit in Young Frankenstein. Peter Boyle's not saying a goddamn thing. She's like, mm. oh, oh, you brute! Like, like yes, exactly. Yeah, my eyes have seen the glory of the coming. No, oh, sweet mystery of life. That last that's time. what it is. Sweet mystery <laughs> oh, of life that's right. It's, it's, at, it's at the end where she has the Bride of Frankenstein hair that she's seeing. <laughs> well, after she bangs him, yeah. Or he bangs her. It's but like the Madonna scene in Reservoir Dogs. I wish they would have done just a little bit more with her. I don't know. I, she did a Same lot, here. though. Yeah, but I just she was the one I really wanted to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wish she was the love interest. Like Felix, I could give a shit less about. I was like, this Baldwin's fucking everything up. He's annoying. Like he has got <laughs> this character. This Baldwin is just doing Baldwin shit. <laughs> like this, <laughs> like Frank Baldwin. Yeah, the fifth Baldwin. It's Cheeto Baldwin. She gets called Grandma at some point by uh, oh by the creepy lecherous dude on the phone. 
Yeah, she's oh, not yeah. that old, is she? Like, yeah, I mean, no. she's so hot in this movie. Are you kidding me? As a grandma, damn, <laughs> that's a hot, that's a hot, that's, that's a, a gilf. hot. Leave Schreiber, that's, and that's yeah. a hot gilf. Yeah. <laughs> you know, He's a fucking mess. Steve Martin would have looked good yeah. if he just left his hair normal. It's all weird with the. She was she was fifty four. She die. She was fifty four years old when during this movie. Yeah, Madeline Conway. Okay. Um. All right. So, um, let's see. She, yeah. So <laughs> Gracie leaves Mrs. Munchnik with Chris to take care of her. Um, Philip comes back, uh, sees Chris sitting on the sofa and they start talking and then dancing. Um, right. and again, as far as being progressive, like what's the word without me being not progressive, but he's not like flouncy. You know what I mean? Like he's he comes off genuinely feminine the way that he is coy and makes little jokes back and forth and the no, it's, just it's 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 a not brilliant performance. Leaf, like Leaf Schreiber wasn't playing a drag queen. Leaf Schreiber was playing a trans woman, which is right. Like but I'm saying this the subtlety of the yeah, but that that doesn't necessarily make. But he wasn't. I know what you mean though. He wasn't camping it up or making it incredibly flamboyant. It was. His, or, or he wasn't playing what he would think is an idea of a woman. He was, he was playing a female character, and it's, yeah. yeah, the subtleties, like I said, the coyness and the OU kind of thing. Yeah, very romantic. Great performance, I guess. That's my point. yeah. Cotton, met- Cotton Weary really killed it. <laughs> he did. Chris mentions that uh, she met Henry Kissinger. Mm. Right at a um, dance club. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he dance used to club. go to Studio Fifty Four all the time. There are pictures of Kissinger at <sighs> Studio Fifty Four. Fucking Kissinger. Um, <laughs> but guy. but he doesn't. He doesn't remember her. She <laughs> says nobody remembers me. <laughs> that's I'm her. sure that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's her celebrity crush. That's her like. <laughs> Henry she, she says she bores them. I bore people. <laughs> French, very French, very, very French, very Kissinger, very French. <laughs> very <laughs> Kissinger. I did not know this very how you before. say Kissinger, uh, Kissinger, you know, like very, uh, you know, just murdering poor people. You know? I was gonna say, yeah, he's in Studio 54 and he's like, I planned the Christmas Day bombing of <laughs> I was thinking of a turtle. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I was okay. That was a deep. They do the whole dancing though. Where Steve Martin keeps his crotch like he's like he's trying to keep his crotch his far away. Crotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until he doesn't. Yeah, that's until, he, doesn't. until he gets into it. Yeah, because yeah, he got the warning from Leave Schreiber during rehearsals. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. Don't get oh, too close to right. the serpent. Uh, the serpent. I'm hard as fuck right now, bro. <laughs> I'm circumcised. Steve like, Martin's a really good dancer. Yeah, he's like, listen, you might want to leave my Schreiber alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in character. Very method, right? Like, yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Let's see. Mrs. Munchnik awakens. She sees them dancing and threatens to sue Philip for withholding the information of the eviction and for inappropriate office behavior. Then she leaves. 
Uh, meanwhile, Gracie's giving Catherine one of those classic 90s makeovers where she looks exactly oh, God, the same yeah. afterwards. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and a velvet dress. Yeah. A velvet dress. That's, That's very 90s is a velvet dress, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Velvet. Rita's whole outfits are all very 90s, like the long kind of flowy. It's not a sundress, but that dress, but with the black tights. I, yeah. I remember yeah. Out with girls who were wearing that back then. Very yeah. slim at the top. Yeah. Then sundress. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I just gotta get it out of the way. Uh, Rita Wilson looks like a Shrek. That's all I have to say. Looks like Princess. I I kept staring at her, and I'm like, she's not unattractive. Yeah, Uh, no, she's cute, but she's also a little mousy. Someone, yeah, Madame calls her mousy. She's kind of a Shrek, like she's got a Shrek face. That's all. I love that Shrek is in most almost every episode. So yes. Have how have we gone a week without mentioning Shrek? I don't know. I, I was listening to one last night. I can't remember, but yeah. Oh wait, we haven't mentioned the the crudes today. or gay five stars. <laughs> oh, if so. Oh my God, if there's a gay crudes uh, letterbox review. <laughs> review we're incepting um so uh let's see mrs munchnik uh yes is trying to get her car started when the fruitcake gets thrown out the window and breaks her car window her dash or her windshield um uh gracie brought a somewhat matching outfit for felix not felix uh philip yeah. Philip. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, because he's got the velvet coat. The crushed yeah. velvet coat. Yeah. Oh, and then the uh, uh, I Wonder song. Oh, yeah, the Adam Sandler I Wonder song. Um, oh, yeah. I, I think that was before the... Yeah. Right, because he's... But, she's now, now Lady Shrek is using <laughs> Adam Sandler... <laughs> As right, because she's jealous yeah. because he yeah. was dancing with Shriver. Right, and he's right. he's smitten with her. Mm-hmm. She's smitten with Philip. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and Philip is, I don't know. Yeah, and, I think he stops her. Yeah, um, uh, I've and they brought Chinese food back with them. They're having Chinese I, on Christmas. Oh, she says uh, it's, yes, mm-hmm. Philip Christmas has Eve. been. Philip has been told at this point by Mrs. Munchnik that uh, Catherine is hot for him. Mm-hmm. Right, so he knows the deal. So, and so also, now he's yeah. he's starting to look at her in a different way. Yeah, with the crushed velvet. That <laughs> 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 changes exactly. anybody. Yeah, yeah the, the really Looney Tunes googly eye. He's like, who's that fella? She walks. Mm-hmm. Uh, she. Uh, he also writes the song, and she says that's a lovely song. And he said it's a work in progress. It's taken me eight months to write it. I quit my. It job. may never be. <laughs> it may never be finished. And I quit my job. Right? Didn't he quit yeah. his job to write? A, yeah. Yeah. Well, but he also says he writes the t-shirts. What is his right? Name? What was his job? Was it writing the t-shirts? Well, that and, was another thing. Like we were talking about how you know how cheap everything was. It's like, in the early nineties. You you could not have a job and, and just, still be all right. There was money in the nineties. You know, he's a Hilton, right? Like he's just like <laughs> yeah, just so yeah much money. Well, and that's he's what a I, Kardashian. And what I found confusing was that the. At the beginning, the uh, landlord says they're the last ones that he's trying to evict. Like, but Adam Sandler and the dude with the dogs live in the building, so like, right. yeah, they maybe they had just notices. accepted their fate. 
Yeah. Yeah. They're just not, They're not trying to run Nellies. a nonprofit out of it. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, while Madeline Kahn yeah. is sitting on her car bumper, Mr. Lobel comes up with his dogs. He comforts her, and Mrs. Munchnik realizes that she's He's into thirsty. him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know if she's into him. Well. She just won't fuck. Too pa- yeah, yeah, too passive. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's just DTF. Okay. I just I think, won't yeah. fuck. I think that the... the rabies was a cry for attention yeah. you're right it could have been that she was spit with that's a good yeah. point but that's that other good line where she says what is it you either have rabies or you don't have rabies yeah like it's not There's in the middle no practically gave me rabies yeah you don't practically get rabies yeah. i'm a trained mechanic i could fix this in a minute but not <laughs> for a so dog crazy. hater <laughs> um so they go and have sex on the beach um yeah which I don't recommend to anybody. They didn't sand, bring a towel. Sand, it's, sand, sand's intrusive. Also, yeah. why did I just kept waiting for him to tie up the dogs? Like, is he yeah. just holding the dogs the whole time? Like, go tie the dogs. Oh my god! Yeah, because they're going to be getting into. Yeah, the dogs are going to shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be. Whether they think it's plain or not, the dogs are going to be getting. They're going to be up in that business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe that ties into the whole like I know what you do down there with those dogs. Because yeah, <laughs> at, him at one point is that the angle? No, it's That's, very European. She's, she's <laughs> very into it without wanting to say it out loud. I know. Um, yeah, <laughs> my dogs will identify everyone menstruating. <laughs> you and you. Oh, and you. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, you, Steve Martin. Yeah. Reason yeah you. For some reason, you. Uh, uh, so uh, later on, Felix arrives with the gun, having escaped from the hospital. Still a little high. Yep. <laughs> Still. You know, I'm, a, I'm a little high. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris gets shot in the foot after attempting to disarm him. Gracie takes the gun and shoots wildly around the office to empty it of ammunition. Which, Damn, these people are going to There's an child. easier way to do that. Oh, my God. Yes, there's another way to take bullets out of a gun. Right. They're going to have a child. They're going to have a baby. She has a baby. They raised the but baby. But also she runs a successful yeah. store on Apparently. She is also a Hilton, I think. Yeah. And at this point, she looks like the Madonna. Mm. You know, oh, she's yeah. Yeah, like you're Virgin right. Mary. She's got the shawl. And mm-hmm. the, yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of Christmas yeah. elements. Yeah. So um, two shots go through the door, killing Stanley. Um, because Catherine earlier called him to fix the elevator and he's finally showing up to do that. Um, the uh, sight of the dead Stanley puts Catherine in shark shock. Philip prepares a bath to calm her down. While in there, he confesses <laughs> his love to her. Puts her in I, shark. Sounds I, more intriguing. I loved how he had taken the gun um, and then opens the door and then slowly walks back wiping his prints off of the gun and You're gives right. it back to Gracie. Yes. And, no, and, and then takes it away it. again. Yeah. Puts her hand on it and then sets it down. Yeah. That, that was, is actually a pretty good scene, actually. That yeah. was a yeah. very, that seemed like a very Steve subtle. Martin improvised bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they have sex in the bathroom. Meanwhile, uh, Chris and Louie get to know each other better. He sings a song to her. Um, um, I just want to say this ukulele that he's playing is like a 
easily a thousand dollar instrument if it's a modern era one, but mm-hmm. if it's an older one, that's like a twenty thousand dollar instrument. Jesus. Are you serious? That ukulele, really? A little Martin ukulele, depending on what era it's from. Mm-hmm. A new one is like twelve hundred dollars. If you get it wow. from the nineties, it's probably you know fifteen hundred dollars. But if it's just, from the sixties, it's worth all of them. That's crazy. Yeah. I just heard read a fun little piece of trivia. You know, in the Hateful Eight, when uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is playing Jim Jones on the guitar, mm-hmm. you know. Guitar. Um, and um, finally, Kurt Russell gets so mad, he picks it up and smashes it. Well, oh, apparently, man. Quentin Tarantino got a vintage folk guitar from a museum valued at around $40,000. And they were supposed to switch it out with a replica so he could smash it. But Kurt Russell was so in the scene and in the moment, he destroyed the $40,000 yeah, Exactly. Well, and um, what's her... Uh, the, the Jennifer actor- Jason Lee? Yeah, she... She was she realized what was happening. So her her uh, sh- expression of shock when he does that is just her actually being like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone, oh. bought, all the crew had to gasp silently. I can't fuck up this sh- scene. But oh, my God, he just yeah. smashed the the museum official that that loaned that out. They had a quote where they were like, we're never doing this ever again for another movie. So yeah. we it forever. I don't blame him. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt Russell felt so bad too. I, I remember seeing him be like, "I, yeah, I wish I had known." Whoops. Yeah. yeah. Oof. And I wouldn't have been surprised if Quentin himself called the museum to get it nailed down. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, I'm sure himself. So he probably vouched. <laughs> can yeah, you vouch anyway. for Kurt Russell though? <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot, Jack Burton. Can you trust Quentin Tarantino? Is the real question. <laughs> yeah. That is the thing. Uh, like, uh, how many feet are going to touch that guitar? All of them. How many feet? Every, every <laughs> cast and crew members. All the feet. Touch it. All the feet. Puma's uh, uh, feet. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Gracie and Felix um, disguise Stanley's body as a Christmas tree with burlap and super glue. They decide they're going to take it and the bag down to the boardwalk and leave it there. It's fucked up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> This got fucked up. Just unceremoniously dumped yeah, the body. This took a big old L. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and this is all because Philip promised Gracie that her baby won't be born in prison. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think that's what's weird is like the events of this are so black comedy, but the tone was like kind of like light, wacky, Christmassy. Like, I don't know. The tone didn't quite match the actual hijinks going on, I felt, some of the time. I, f- I feel like the climax of the movie could have felt more climactic. Uh, it needed more of like a clue pace increase. Yeah. Yeah, because it did kind of have a clue vibe, right? I mean, they're all shouting, falling out yeah. of doors together and crowding into doorways and all moving as a unit right. at one point, just yeah. like in Clue. There is a vague murderer. Right. Yeah. But the end is just kind of, you know, hmm. Well, at the end, you're reminded that it's a Christmas movie because Christmas movies can end with just a bunch of people standing around a tree. Yeah. Yes. A lot of them do. Because I've done that a billion times. shot out. Arnold, Arnold. That would have been rad if they were in the back of the crowd. (laughs) 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 Caroling as they walk by and they stop and just start Uh, chanting it. uh, Oh, Arnold. 
You know, I hate that when you call me that. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Felix tosses the cre- tree. Um, it crashes uh, because the rollerbladers. Because the rollerbladers yeah. are coming. Um, Stanley's body is revealed. Uh, the and they planted Stanley upside down. <laughs> they You're did. Right. The His head was in the bottom. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stanley Tenenbaum. I didn't understand that decision because there would be there would be a lot of blood everywhere. You guys. <laughs> yes. That yeah, was a very face. neat. Yeah, yeah. Very clean wound. Yeah. Uh, all... Super glue. They they ah, super glued the wound. Oh, shut. Oh no. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh, Gracie pulls Munch- out. Munchnik, uh, like immediately starts going into a story about Stanley committing suicide. Like she didn't drop a beat. Yeah, she didn't. She was no. She was she was on the ball with that. Oh, did like, I didn't even catch that? She's right um, or die. Yeah. She she said he was depressed over the uh, condominium conversion and felt bad. Mm. He felt bad. The guilt was too much for him. Ben, Philip and nobody Catherine, lies like an old lady. Yeah. Philip and Catherine tried to hide it because they were. Uh, they couldn't prevent his suicide. They were ashamed. But the cops don't believe it. Yeah, they're like, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Or obviously. Yeah, <laughs> so Philip uh, confesses to the killing. Uh, Gracie pulls out the gun. Felix, Felix oh, does. Felix, I'm sorry. Felix confesses of the killing. Gracie pulls out the gun as proof of her guilt. Um, Felix grabs it. Uh, he runs to the roof of a nearby building where he threatens to commit suicide. And Philip talks him down. Um, so was his arc, because he has an arc in this story, that he was good only on the phone, and now he's good right. not just on the phone. Now he's good in person, yeah. So dumb. Because he's being honest with himself. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're giving him more credit than yeah. they did. But Yeah. Well, I think they like intentionally did it, but just were like, this is dumb, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> And it's... Uh, his last line in the speech it was everything sad is so much sadder at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. true. Yeah, actually, suicide rates are quite high, and I'm sure that this was you know kind of based on that in a way. Yeah. But like suicide, oh. a lot of people commit suicide at Christmas. He's he also says three horrible and un- unexpected things happened, but then something wonderful. <laughs> I don't know what that something wonderful is. He had that sex. I'm looking at it. Yeah, he oh, got yes, laid. That's right. He got laid. He got laid. Yeah. The greatest that's gift. Right. Yeah. He uh, greatest, her hotline. The greatest Christmas gift. So, yeah, when, it is. when you guys watched this movie, was there a suicide trigger warning at the beginning? No. 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 We did not have trigger warnings. Well, I'm just curious because I they hope to trigger us. I, I may or may not it. have watched this uh, in, in, in an illicit manner. Sure. Um, <laughs> I tried to find it illicitly and it was hard, so I rented oh, it. Hit me up. <laughs> I she right because my <laughs> venues were not working. Nobody was sharing mixed nuts, apparently. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it just barely cl- crossed the fifteen percent uh, threshold. Yeah, for people to put it on the internet. Mm, well, yeah. I I saw that it, the full movie was on YouTube, and then I clicked it, and it just had a scroll that kept being like, "The movie's in the link below." <laughs> And you're like, like, not no, this time, not Satan. For that <laughs> yeah, not again. I've got it on VHS. <laughs> which yeah. you, I imagine you do. Yeah. Bam me Yeah. I, I don't. Oh. Surprisingly. Podcast over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah bye, we'll everybody. To, we'll have to rectify that. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, so, all right. So Catherine gives Stanley's right. bag to the detective. They search it. They find the fishing line and some kelp, which is the seaside strangler's weapons of choice. Mm-hmm. What is the kelp for again? I think he kills you with the line, but then right, wraps that around you. Right? Uh, Maybe. And so mm-hmm. instead of going to jail for killing someone, which she did, and I don't think you get out of murder charges just because no. they were also a murderer. No, no. Well, you can't kill no. criminals either. And the cops say, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> also, that's not a reward. That's a fucking bounty. Like, yeah. this yes. is like prairie law. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's a bounty hunter now. <laughs> yeah. My money. I shot him. I killed his ass. So in the town to square. Him. Yeah, and that's a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, right? they give her yeah. two hundred and ninety-four. In ninety-four, that's like a yeah. That's like probably yeah. three quarters of a million now at least. Yeah. 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 Um. Wow. Yeah. Uh. So. Um. <laughs> let's see. She's uh gonna give Philip the money to keep the the uh, lifesavers open. She hesitates because five grand is a yeah. lot of money. Yes. Right. But <laughs> Even she's getting a quarter mil, but yeah. Quarter mil. She's like, oh, five grand. And she called them every single day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she yeah. meant something to her personally, but. Well, it's grand. like. I use, That's her NPR contribution. I, yeah, <laughs> I, use, Wik- I use Wikipedia a lot. A and still bag. every time I'm like, oh, two dollars. <laughs> yeah. Wikipedia. To, to keep this going. Going to the Mr. Wikipedia vacation fund. Two dollars twice a year. Like, ah, uh, um, Mr. Wikipedia is buying yacht. That being said, please, for only a dollar, join our Patreon. Yes. <laughs> Sponsor one of us. Please, patreon.com slash harmless boss. Harmless entertainment. Um, so yeah. Uh Philip asks Catherine to marry him, and she says yes. Just like that. Right. This the whole ending of this. She's like, I'm a millionaire. I'm having a baby. Let's get married. Like, bam, 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 bam. Quick. Like, yeah, I feel like like Mary and Joseph, him asking her to marry him (laughs) was like, it's like people like uh, when you when you get engaged at somebody else's wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a wonderful celebration. We should get married right now. We should. Yeah. Just thunder stealing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this woman's having a baby under the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect time to propose. <laughs> this picture, there'll never be a cuter picture. Yeah, yeah. She gives birth. Um, we uh, see that. Uh, then we get to see Felix's mural, which basically had the movie <laughs> on it. It also was not good. No, it was very bad. He wasn't. He was badly done. He was an awful artist. Artist subjective. Yeah. Even it is subjective, yeah. But that was still bad. not good. And do we ever see this the is baby? The story, though. Did they did they hire a baby actor? Like when she gave birth, was <laughs> there? I cannot there, remember. There was there was, a baby a, actor. There was. Like an acting loaf of bread, <laughs> or like Muppet Baby. No, no, like no. I looked, I looked, I looked at it, and I was like, well, that she gave birth to a nine month old child, right? Was it? There was a baby though, right? I can't remember. She yeah, was she was holding an actual baby. Okay. What did they name the baby, though? Do we think they named the baby Jesus? No. Yeah. They better yeah, have. Sure, why not? Right? If they know what's good for him. They named it yeah. Stanley. <laughs> Stanley. It was Christmas. The baby was born on Christmas. Does that make Felix like the representation of God since she's the Virgin mm. Mary? 
Oh, maybe. <laughs> yes. How Felix French. is the Holy Ghost. I don't know. He is the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Is, is Felix the father? I think is the first question. I, I think there's probably, he's probably not. Oh, right. Because he had been just gotten out of jail seven months ago and then she had had the baby. Oh, so, yeah. Probably not. Because that baby oh, did not look premature. Shit. I didn't even put that together. She was right. only seven months pregnant. During the events of this movie. Right, As she kept because saying, he's like, I just got out of jail said. seven months ago. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, and huh. they kept saying, are you sure you're the daddy? He's like, why? What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Guns. Yeah. Um, I was born six weeks early. It's possible. The, the, yeah. This would have been. It's not in the realm. It's, it's not in the realm. Eight weeks early, but. But ironically, your twin sister was born four weeks. <laughs> 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 Uh, so yeah that's about it roll credits mixed nuts the end yeah uh, they said the name of the movie multiple times in the movie is that what doomed the movie did well maybe They're like what oh. is this some kind of mixed nuts that's why they call us mixed um, nuts so philip's dad uh that was the there's uh, in every pothole there's hope Mm, yeah, right. That was, mm-hmm. that was his dad's line, and he said that like right before he left and got hit by a truck full of mixed nuts. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. right. So that's a really dark origin for the <laughs> title of the movie. It's how his dad was killed. Yep, mm-hmm. in a tragic yeah. pothole mixed nut truck accident. Mm-hmm. He oh. fell into a bat of nuts. Oh, by the way, the French version is the what <laughs> Le Père Noël est un ordure translates he, he to got Spanish there at the end. Yeah, but. I know. Translates to Santa Claus is a stinker. <laughs> what? That's the, the English hmm. translation. Santa Claus is a stinker. Pepe, Pepe Le Pew directed it. Yeah. I wish there was a stinger at the end of this movie where the baby was fucking Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm collecting rocks. Not it's just stones. And then it's Josh Josh Brolin like deep faked onto a baby. <laughs> Weird. He's all, I'm, a, I'm an a baby actor. You remember me from the Goonies. Wait, do you think they named the kid Santa Claus? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so that's about it, guys. Do you have any final thoughts on Mixed Nuts? No. <laughs> right. I don't have any. But me personally, I don't know about the fellas oh, here. But we got a Dr. John Mixed bad. Nuts. The song. Oh, yeah. Dr. John <laughs> has a Mixed Nuts song. It's an explainer song, it right, is. for this movie? I think so. Uh, that's uh, my one prevailing thought throughout was this movie has a lot of moving parts. Yeah, like yeah. trying to trying to take notes. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is nothing but plot, and none of the plot means anything. Right. I gave up on note taking partway through. I just yeah, was I like, man, I just gotta live this one. I think. <laughs> I gotta be clear and present. Clear and present. Elevator. Uh. So that's about it for this week on uh, Holiday Phosphorescence, which means it's time to look to next week's movie. And next week's movie will be a Christmas movie as chosen by Mr. Josh CC. Josh, tell us, what movie will we be watching next week? 
Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> um, Dragula, dude. <laughs> Blackula. Um, uh, yeah. So I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go with the classic. I'm going to go. Uh, I don't know if we'll have a lot to say about it, but it's so good. I'm going to go with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Ooh. Yeah. That is a good one. All right. Christmas Vacation next week on Holiday Phosphorescence. Till then, thanks for hanging out with us. We uh, appreciate you spending time with us. This has been your host, Throw Smiley. Say hello to your dead husband's sister for me. (laughs) I'm Josh Cece, and he's not just a friend. He put my dog to sleep. I'm Brian Lesh, and I want to write your name in cheese, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jerry Wagner. What is it about Janet that worried you? (laughs) I'm Malaric Weber, and I love grape jelly. (laughs) I actually actually don't. (laughs) We'll we'll see you next time. Trivia. Bye. 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 Hosanna, fan can't resist those nuts.